Welcome to the Salesforce Spotlight Series. I'm Teresa. And I'm TJ, and we co-lead Salesforce's employee loyalty programs. We're excited to have you hear firsthand from employees at each step of their employee journey and current Salesforce alumni from around the globe. You'll also hear how Salesforce has impacted these employees' lives. Now let's go. McClure, McClure, McClure. I am so excited to be sitting down with you and TJ because you're our next alumni spotlight. And why you're so special to us is because you spent 17 years at Salesforce. It's incredible. You've moved on to, I don't want to say greener pastures, but I'm very excited that you're able to take what you learned at Salesforce and bring it to another organization. So before we start, I'd love to have you just introduce yourself to the group and let us know a little bit about what you currently do today. You got it. So I'm McClure Foot. I live in Danville, California. I work for a company that is celebrating its 15-year anniversary today. The company's called Appfolio, which is a company that basically delights owners, property managers, and tenants and residents throughout the world, mainly North America, with their solutions and their platform. I run all sales for the company. And uh, yeah, it's I just joined three months ago and it's absolutely fantastic. I love it. I bet you being at that company might take you back to when you first joined Salesforce back in 2004, mm-hmm. right? Maybe the size, the vibe, kind of what are you kind of seeing there that what kind of similarities are you seeing? Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. And uh, I think about July of 2004, when I joined, actually, it's interesting. I joined July 12th in 2004, and I joined Appfolio July 12th, 2021. So, no kidding. 17 years to the day. So, thinking back to that, there were like roughly four or 500 employees at Salesforce, call it about 100 million in revenue, maybe a little bit more. And Appfolio has grown into like we're past that phase, but I think back. Salesforce quickly, like in a minute, I blinked my eyes and we were probably like size within like a year or so right after I joined Salesforce and our portfolio is right there at that same size and scale. And there's a ton of similarities around how we're going to market, what our growth goals are, and then really just the indexing of like values, people, and the people that make the culture aligned to those values that are a huge reason I joined this business and this company as an executive here. And I'm really, really excited about the future, but I think back to those times at Salesforce and what I get to to borrow on those experience to be part of the culture here at Appfolio and what we're about to go do. I love that. You know, taking us back in 04, when you joined that July 12th day in 2004, what was your first job? And can you maybe walk us through your Salesforce career? Because that's a lot, 17 years at one company. Yeah, I'm only on 14, but 17, that's admirable. Yeah, I feel very lucky because actually Salesforce didn't hire me the first time they interviewed me. And then I came in for my second interview and I was interviewing for a position as a sales representative, which is somebody who is taking inbound calls off the 800, no software line, has a queue of of leads that are coming in from the web forms on our website. And back then we were only selling really sales cloud and a few other things. But that interview process, I'll never forget. And I know you didn't ask me about it, but it's definitely notable. It was a lunch interview. I got into a suit at my old job, which is across the street at One California, walking over to One Market. I'm going down the elevator in my suit. My boss is walking in at my my previous company. (laughs) He sees me with my resume in hand. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going in for my second interview at Salesforce. I didn't get the job the first time. I better get the job this time. For lunch (laughs) interview, 30 minutes. And he's like, wait a minute. 
you look familiar. Didn't I not give you the job three months ago? He's like, well, you've done pretty well in this interview. Why should I hire you to where this won't be a total wipeout? I answered the question. It went well. And then the rest is history and 17 years later. But first job was sales rep. Then I went on to be a BDR. It was just very serendipitous and lucky. And then it, it's hard to believe 17 years later, like where everything's not the relationships, the people and all those things. But I had every role in sales, BDR, doing outside business development and then with bigger accounts. And then I was selling in uh, the aptly named very small business segment. And they, they, they changed it to emerging small business, but did that and then small business, then mid-market, and then ultimately taking me to Chicago to open up that office as a leader and then coming back to the West Coast to run half of uh, one of our business segments there for the last five years before I left for Apolio very recently. Take us back to your times at Chicago, starting that office. What was that mm -hmm. like? Because, you know, it, I just remember when we first opened it, we took a lot of our top salespeople from mm -hmm. the East Coast, from our Toronto mm -hmm. office, from San Francisco to form the Chicago hub. So can you yeah. take us back to that time? Yeah, you got it. So I moved to Chicago in about 20, kind of towards the end of 2010, beginning of 2011 to open up that office. And at that time, Salesforce was, I mean, we were just a freight train, right? Like you're huge compared to when I began. So it wasn't 500 employees anymore. It was like, we're talking like 5,000, 8,000 people. So to go over to Chicago and start this office where they're fueling it with people from our Toronto office, which was our only other hub outside of San Francisco that was of a material size and build this new hub that would be the biggest outside of Bay Area office. It was like being in a startup within a big company. So it was really interesting. It was the first time Salesforce had ever really done anything like that in North America. And it was really fun. And I got to learn what those values really mean. Like when you're really like when things get really tough and like how you make the right decisions about people. And again, back to just you live and die by people and culture. And we were able to, to pull that off and hire incredibly amazing folks into that office that have gone on to have just tremendously phenomenal careers, whether it's Salesforce or outside of Salesforce. And I think it's an office quote. I think it's Andy Bernard, but he says like, you never know you're in the best of times when you're in them. But uh, that was definitely a moment of being in the best of times, growing that office and building that out. I think when I got there, it was about three people, myself and a couple other outside hires. And when I left, it was about a thousand, five years later. So amazing. So when you look back at your time at Salesforce McClure, what would you say you're most proud of? What I'm most proud of? It's got to be the relationships. I am so grateful for Salesforce helping to kind of ingrain in my DNA, like the importance of core values and being very kind of centered on knowing what you're giving you the space to know and seek out what your core values are, but then also really being able to have the space to live by our core values. Salesforce does that. And as a leader there, I was felt very empowered to create that same experience for the people that I worked with and that worked for me. Mm -hmm. But one of my values is relationships. So what am I most proud of? If that's the question, it's the relationships that I had there because those are going to stand the test of time. I got married in my time. I was at Salesforce. People that I worked with um, were in my wedding. I was in their weddings. It's a family and, and those relationships are, are critical. And guess what? I'm working for somebody that I met in Chicago that was... Uh, was part of the Salesforce office there that was hired in. Mm -hmm. So look at where I am now. I wouldn't be at Appfolio if it wasn't for the relationship created there in Chicago and the network that I have. So that's absolutely it. I'd love that you talked about the relationships and so true. You know, a few weeks ago we interviewed Nancy Cameron and she was talking about the old 
SDR, BDR days. And then you fast forward 17 years later, we're all hanging out at Bottle Rock, like the old crew and we're hugging and celebrating and listening to music. Like the friendships that you make at Salesforce really like transcend outside the office and beyond. So thank you for touching on that, that you're always part of the Salesforce family. And we definitely always want to cheer each other on and celebrate each other's successes. No, and I think Salesforce just does a phenomenal job of creating and fostering that connectivity and allowing it to grow. Yeah. But let me ask you again, 17 years, a lot of time for the company. Can you think back and share Mm -hmm. one of your fondest Salesforce memories? Like, <laughs> I, I'd say, you know, I, maybe it was a, probably a club trip. Like we had Eddie Vedder play and I just remember sitting there and it's Hawaii. It's like, it's like a warm kind of like spring evening. And like, you're, you're listening to Eddie Vedder play like this, like incredible, like set to the folks that made club that year. And I kind of like was looking around and just like really in this like very present moment of like, wow, this is incredible. Right. And also, this was when I was in Chicago. So seeing a lot of the people that that I, I got to hire and work with in Chicago that were there and like that never would have been there otherwise without us uh, kind of putting a stake in the ground in Chicago. That was and seeing that success. That was that was a pretty special moment. Thanks for sharing that one, McClure. So you talked about this a little bit. You talked about values and bringing your values into Appfolio. What else could you say that you learned at Salesforce that you're able to apply in your work today? I feel pretty kind of beholden to the people that I work with that they they have the space to kind of understand what their values are and that they have the room for that and the job that they do and the place that they work. So carrying that on, I think that any company nowadays that isn't value centric isn't going to really succeed. We're a strong valued company. That is like our, those values stand the test of time. Like I said, it's a 15 year old company as of today and our values haven't changed. Some are prioritized maybe higher than others, but great people make a great company is one of our values. And to be able to help kind of translate that to the people that that I, I took that from Salesforce, to be able to lead with that, that value focus is something that has, like the outcomes will happen. The system that you create will figure itself out, right? You'll iterate on that. But if you allow like the space for that and the focus on that and you anchor and, and kind of rotate the right way on that, you will, you'll just have the best high performing like just most optimum kind of world-class cultures and people doing their best work. One thing during this pandemic, a lot of people are trying to focus and think about, you know, what can they do for their well-being? So I'm kind mm-hmm. of shifting here a little bit. But when I follow you and on Instagram, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, McClure has like the travel bug. He goes everywhere mm-hmm. and he's yeah. experiencing all these amazing things, his beautiful family. Is that how you focus on well-being and take care of yourself? Or what yeah. advice do you have for mm-hmm. fellow listeners? Well, you have to put it as a, like, and not to continue to pound the value thing, but if you don't value it, you won't do it, right? So a lot of your decisions in life, you need to kind of like look back to what do you value? Well-being is definitely a core value of mine. And it's something you got to prioritize. You do it too. I think for a lot of people, it doesn't have to be just physical. For me, it's mental as well. Whatever versions of like continuing to learn or doing meditation, like you have to have that mental well-being and understand what that is, as well as the physical well-being. There's two, there's a, a couple different sides of that. And when you're doing that, well, you're probably in your optimum state of like just being a human and your relationships outside of work, inside of work, and how you show up. I think just something you gotta you have to think about and prioritize. I mean, to each your own, right? There's a lot of different, there's thousands of ways to work out. There's thousands of way to ways to kind of do some of the mental wellness um, around meditation or whatever that might be. 
one thing that I've always respect in you is your leadership. And I mm-hmm. feel that good leaders learn from other great leaders. And so is there a leader that you learn from at Salesforce that you that inspires you, that you respect? And what were the things that they did that kind of helped to cultivate your own leadership? There's not just one. I'd say that Salesforce is really special in how it's attracted all sorts of leaders, whether it's through just organically like growing uh, and developing leaders to the folks that come over through acquisition. I mean, I think about she's gone on to a new company, but someone like Lisa Edwards, I think it was just a phenomenal leader that I just how they they were able to kind of like take our company and, and kind of help from an operations perspective, grow it at, at like just a tremendous scale. Think of people like Sarah Franklin and her journey from kind of the whole trailblazer and developer side of things to now being our CMO. You think of folks like Warren Wick and how he takes some really complex, like challenging growth opportunities that we have and putting frameworks around those that are very simple and understandable and like very clear to go after and and be able to to execute against was pretty phenomenal. I mean, I'll never forget like Warren's like clearly laid it out. There's three things, right? There's setting incredibly high standards, being deeply accountable and owning and leading a world-class culture. All those things are connected. And there's so many different lessons through the leaders at Salesforce and it's it's full of them. And now they're all out into the ecosystem for those that chose to leave. And I feel kind of a bit of a ownership and continuing to carry that torch into a new business or a new new opportunity. Yes, absolutely. I love seeing just, you know, when people are leaving Salesforce, they're still taking those values. They're still staying connected. So on that point, you know, McClure, you've been a member of the Salesforce alumni network for about half a year now. What do you like about the Salesforce alumni network? What do I like about it? I like that yeah. uh, I like that you all are like running at us with energy to keep us connected, and and it, this is just one of those opportunities that this is a gift, right? Like to be able to kind of reflect back and really think about that and be present with that. It's a super special thing. We could pick up and be doing a new day job, a new opportunity, new challenge, but that DNA around Salesforce it's never really going to leave you, right? You're compiled on your different chapters of like your body of work. Mine happened to be multiple chapters over 17 years at Salesforce, but I like that connectivity to it. And I like how it's a good reminder of like, Hey, this is kind of where you, you came from and what do you get to pay forward um, in the new opportunity or adapt to the new culture and then be additive to that culture. Like the one I joined that was already great and already world-class. And how do I get just to help make that as best as it can be? So when it goes back to the network, this is, I think, a good opportunity to kind of be reminded of that and also continue to foster that going forward outside of the four walls of Salesforce. I love it. I love it. All right, McClure. Well, thanks for sitting down with us. It was great catching up with you and wish you the best in your next journey. Thank you both for the opportunity. This is incredible to go a bit down memory lane and be reflective on what's, what's present and in the future. Thanks for joining us on the Salesforce Spotlight Series. Be sure to catch our next episode. Sending positive vibes from our Salesforce family to you and yours.